His oh, money. Oh, oh, I didn't. How much did he owe you guys? He owed us about a hundred grand. A hundred grand? That's, I mean, I guess that explains how he bought a boatload of rare beanie babies. No pun intended. Look, I'm not here to play no games. I don't whoa, 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 whoa. I don't money. even, I don't have that money. Is, like, is there anything else I can do? I, do you need me to work for something to pay off his debt? Hmm. <clears throat> I'm getting a, a kind of old, and my body doesn't work like it used to, you know. I'm craving a little bit of a... So, so how soon do you want the money then, I guess? Uh, latest I need the cash buy is at this time tomorrow, you understand? It, yes, I... Okay, I will have your money by tomorrow, I swear. You better. You'll be sleeping with the fishes in the Xtandre. I'll be back tomorrow. That was in really poor taste. Uh, uh, I guess it's time to get back into telemarketing. Hello? Hello, sir. You've been pre-selected to be pre-qualified and to be pre-eligible for winning free tickets to a vacation on a cruise ship. All you have to do is... Vacation on a cruise ship? Is it that how Andre died? Uh, how do you... how do you know about Andre? I used to listen to a podcast called The Scott and Andre Show Once Upon a Time. I recognized your voice. I had a hunch it was you. Well, uh... Well, speaking of hunches, have you heard Quavo's new album, Quavo Huncho? Boy, oh boy, have I. I want to know what you thought about it. <laughs> Did we do the intro now? <laughs> yeah, so... Did that weird beginning? <laughs> so this is the Scott and Andre show. Um, <clears throat> oh, welcome, um, welcome. Uh, I'm Andre, or actually... The guy talking to Scott on the phone about an album. Oh, yeah. Eh, what a cool skit that was that we did. I, I'm in character. Um, <laughs> so this is Scott, of course. Hello, I'm his... Scott. I'm telemarketing, right? <clears throat> yes. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Quavo Huncho, his debut yeah. album, his debut solo album. Uh, you said you had a lot to say, so did you? did you want to... Just say your opening thoughts. Well, yeah. I mean, a moderate amount. A normal amount. I have a fine amount to say. Uh, first off, you texted me, hey, let's review Quavo Honcho, which I was, which was fine, but uh, it's embarrassing the amount of times it took for me to find the album, because I kept forgetting the word Quavo, 
Like, my search history is just a bunch of different Spanish words. There's, like, huevos. Huncherito. Like, uh, fuego. <laughs> yeah. Cuevos uh, Rancheros. It was a whole mess, but I found it. Jesus <laughs> Locos Taco. <laughs> the Chalupa. Chupacabra. Okay, so you found uh, it? I did find it. So once I eventually found it and listened to it... uh. Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought I thought it was pretty good. You know that I'm not particularly like I'm not wild about trap music, but I will say I think it's growing on me. I think I'm getting into it more uh and that's also probably in part due to this album because I I enjoyed it. I thought it wasn't like obviously wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever heard, but it was really fun to listen to and uh, a lot of good songs. There were a couple that weren't good. Towards the end of the album, it kind of just kept going on. But for the most part, uh, there were, there was nothing unbearable, certainly. <clears throat> it was either good or average, was my uh, general take. Um, my general thoughts are, and the funny thing is, I'm probably way bigger into trap music than you are. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I even used to produce trap beats back when I actually did that. Um, and shout I actually, shout out to me. Uh, I actually found this album pretty mediocre or below. Okay. Um, especially when, you know, so Quavo is a part of the rap trio. Uh, why is it? Migos. They're so popular too. Migos. 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 Um, him offset the other dude. They had been, so, when they're together, they have some pretty strong trap bangers. I found this pretty mediocre. I think by himself, uh, Quavo, I just find him a mediocre artist. I think he, yeah, I just think he doesn't, he doesn't have a variety of flows. He doesn't have anything interesting to say. And then, uh, the beats just felt like just random, good sounding trap beats that I'm used to hearing, but even with the collection of good beats and uh, his hooks and it, just the way he put a song together, I didn't think with all of his combined skills, there were any bangers on here. Like there were some highlights that I was like, okay, this is pretty decent I, I, for a trap album. I'm expecting trap bangers, especially from him and him and his group, which made a, a an album that had a lot of trap bangers, the culture album. And like, I think Migos has some, some pretty i mean you want a banger they they make bangers and this didn't have anything for on it so honestly i think um yeah i just it was just bogged down to me because uh of his performances mostly but i think one thing that helped it i think he knew okay if i'm doing this by myself i'm gonna need help and that's why there's so many features i think he knew because his voice is so monotone it's worse than mine like he sounds like he's on uh Oh, like, like he sounds like he's on so many drugs, like hospital type drugs that yeah, they yeah. put people into comas with and about stuff. All the Percocet he's gonna do, yeah. I'm yeah, sure no, he, was he on sounded it. so. Um, oh, what is it called? Like, it's not Valium. It's uh, Vicodin. Oh, no. there's a, like a li- oh. oh man, no, it's something that it's like they really put you to sleep with it. It's like oh man. Hmm. 
I'll think of it at an inappropriate time. I pointed it, he sounded <laughs> like he was on it. And he sounded so boring. He's just like, like his voice was just the same to me. And I'm just like, mm. okay, this guy's lame. But he had features to help. He's like, I know I need features. I know I need to switch it up. And he did that. So I think he, he had enough versatility. He had enough tricks up his sleeve to make something that was entertaining at a surface level for the entire length. I'll say that. Right. I didn't think there was like a, a super low point. Um, but it, the album didn't do anything for me. I, but I will say the opening track for me was the best part. It was just the most haunting vocals mm. and the like the whole sample or whatever they were using. Yeah. Um, that was the most interesting part to me. So when that first song, I was like, oh, is this going to be like a boring rapper? But he has these really out there beats and like really haunting like uh vocal samples and the chopping it's going to be atmosphere it's going to be crazy and then it ended up just being kind of generic but um but i'd say it wasn't bad i didn't think anything was bad it just it didn't do anything for me but those are my general right. thoughts yeah and I, and i totally agree that uh it wasn't it wasn't like anything super new or unique that i hadn't heard um but i like you said there was sort of enough variation to at least keep me interested. And I think that's really yeah, what like that that's what was notable to me because will I listen to this album again? Maybe not. But for the one time I listened through it, it it kept me engaged. Um <clears throat> I yeah. somewhere if I like Thinking of the other albums we've reviewed, in terms of uniqueness or like being inspired or being experimental, I'd say this is somewhere between Rolling Papers 2 and Astroworld. I'd say it's above Rolling Papers 2 in terms of uniqueness. But just because... Okay, no, because Rolling Papers 2 was so, so typical... And this was too, but this I, it was less typical. And uh, but I, I well, the second the second I mean, part of the scale is Astroworld. I'd say it's way below Astroworld. I say it was nowhere near those two albums. I think those blow it out the water. And I say the reason is because it surprises me to hear you say that this one. Uh, you thought Rolling Papers two was typical, but this was somehow above it because I mean, Love or Hate was Khalifa. He had more variety in rap flows more variety in production and it was a longer album his was like this album was how long was this one this was like an hour 20 minutes something like that yeah an hour um rolling papers 2 was i think longer was 90, it had more songs right? for something it, it was it's well, something like longer, that rolling papers longer doesn't mean had better. way more songs it doesn't but it kept me entertained longer so that that is a testament i think to the album i i can't say in rolling papers 2 I was at I was at a point where I because the, the longer an album is, you have to have more versatility as an artist to keep it interesting. Not everybody can do a two hour album and keep you engaged. But Wiz Khalifa did that long album that scared me. I was like, "There's so many songs on here, I'm gonna be killed." And he kept it going. He changed the beats up. There weren't all trap beats. He changed his rap flows up. Mm. There was different sonic playing. This one was not as much. This one had variety in it to keep you going. But it was much 
in a much more limited capacity in comparison. This was strictly just trap bangers, a lot of which kind of ran together. And it was like, these all felt like the B songs. Like if this was an album that had strong bangers, these felt like the ones that were in between the bangers, except there were no bangers. These were just the in between <laughs> kind of songs. And so I'm just like, this it did nothing great. Rolling Papers 2, I, I mean, it, no longer is not better, but, um, Oh no, those those albums blow this one out the water. I agree, Astroworld blows oh, Astro Papers World 2 maybe out the water. Blows this out of the water by sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, easily, easily. But these are nowhere near the same league, nowhere near the same yeah. level of artists. But but uh, no, this one this one was held down in, in typical, but I will say it was an interesting typical. I'll say I, I, I hear you. I respect your opinion on Rolling Papers 2. Uh, you're totally wrong, probably. Uh, and you're just flinging a lot of bullshit out your mouth. So suck on that. Um, <laughs> we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Was that too aggressive? That so, <laughs> we're gonna edit that. We're not out. gonna we're edit to it editor. out because I'm still cut out. Uh, uh, mute okay. him between seconds. I am of- the editor. You can't. <laughs> You can't do this to me. Uh, word I have word to our editor. Mute Scott between the minutes 13 minute and 15 minute. Anyways. This, um, no, well, no, because Rolling Papers 2 was nothing. It wasn't as versatile as I think you're saying. Maybe, maybe uh, it, it this was is versatile subjective. enough to keep. It, it was versatile enough to hold its own for its length. No, oh, it was. I mean, not. you may not I like his, that album. I, and I mean, I don't know how. I mean, he changed the beats up. You say typical, and you say this is a typical trap album, but the, there was a lot of beats that were not trap. And then he has a Snoop Dogg feature in this, and then there were samples to other songs. Like sure, it, Rolling Papers two. That album evolved a little bit. The first, there were some kind of like the drums were more like rock oriented. Like I can honestly say, it was interesting to hear what the next song would be. Is it one of my favorite albums? No. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily yeah, yeah. call either of these albums a work of art. But Rolling Papers 2 had a point where it was like, what's the next song going to be? Or what is the next thing going to be? It had a, a, a sense of revealing what the next thing. It just kept changing. It, it was a layered album. Okay. So I give it points for that. It held its own for its length, and I didn't know what the next song would be. So it was interesting on that level at least. Is Wiz Khalifa the best lyricist? No, he's not putting interesting bars here and there, but in but also he would change his flow up too. So I got a variety of flow and I got a variety of beats for a longer album that it, it just kept me interested. This one, I cannot say that I was like, oh, what's the next song gonna be? Or oh, it changed it up. This song sure. maybe maybe an average song on I don't know. And when Wiz Khalifa's album, I felt like at least had a couple songs I would call bangers. Like a couple of them went hard. I didn't think there was any particular standouts on here. I wish more of the songs on this one were like the opening one. The opening one is unlike pretty much anything I've heard, hmm. at least from a trap artist. Just the haunting kind of vocal sound in the um, the sample that they used. And then everything else was just... Trap beat, trap beat, trap beat. That honestly felt kind of copy and pasted. I don't like. I don't. I agree found with it that. enjoyable on a on a surface level, though. I'm not gonna say they all sounded the same. Sure, but sure. they sounded like they were. But they sounded like 
I know what he's going for, and I knew what the next song was going to sound like. See, I can say that. Okay, well, that's that's good because I had something else I wanted to talk about that's definitely related. Um, so when I when I was listening back to the Kamikaze review that we did. Uh, because I was editing it because I'm the editor and you can't tell the editor to do shit because I control myself. Uh, <laughs> We're going to put this out. <laughs> um, what I, Something I had said in Kamikaze was that uh, I didn't think it was cohesive. And you said that you disagreed because you thought every song was pretty much on the same level with every other song. And like it had, it was consistently quality i think per, uh, let me let me at least expand on that briefly and i'll let you give it i thought it was cohesive production wise topically maybe not he does jump around topically but sure production wise i feel like it is cohesive, but that's what well, i mean so that so that goes to what i'm saying it was just that you had said every song was like still good i that's to me the difference between cohesive and consistent i would say kamikaze was consistent i would say this album was probably consistent but to me when something is cohesive it's when there's a really clear vibe that the artist is going for that carries through for the entire album so i agree this album was consistent and cohesive i think okay for this okay. one. Sure. I thought it was consi- – the songs were all at the same consistent level and cohesive. I-, I give it that, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to clarify when I say cohesive. Like, uh, I don't oh, yeah. know, like There's Good a Kid, Mad consistent, City we're talking- is cohesive. That's like that's, – but you can tell what emotion was the album was made for, you know? <clears throat> oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. So, but when I also say consistent, I also mean in in terms of quality also. Like, like there's not a song that dips that's, like, way worse than yeah. the other. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, that's a, another ode to consistency. And with that being said, the album does succeed in that way. There's no, like, if you like one song, <laughs> you're going to like all of them. You're not going to want to skip one. If you like one song on here, you're going to like the whole thing. And that's another reason why I was just bored with that's, it. I was like, this is yeah. just... That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, how did you feel about Meek Mill's album, Legends of the Summer? I was going to ask you, do you still feel like Meek Mill's was average or below average? Because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting you to like this one, which I'm surprised you do because, like, compared to Meek Mill, <clears throat> he can really flow and really rap. Like, you actually get a variety of rap flows, a variety of sporadically interesting lyrics. Mm sporadically interesting lyrics not every lyric yeah every now and then you get an interesting bar you get a change up in flow sometimes he wants to go super fast and sometimes he wants to rap slow to the beat like he he switches it up and then he he knew when he knew what he could do he was like all right i'm only gonna do four songs legend of the summer and he did that and he went in he went out i was gonna say do you still feel like that was mediocre or below now with this so now you're you've come from that and listened to a couple other trap albums now on the scale of trap um, albums well to be honest i'm because not yeah I, no finish yeah go ahead 
The, the implication for me is that Meek Mill was above it because he had more things he could do okay. as an artist. Um. All right. So, but, but now my question is, how do you feel on that? Yeah. Uh, I would rather someone do one thing really good than a lot of things okay. And that's <clears throat> and that's kind of how I feel about that. Is that Meek Mill had what that, there was four songs on that I think, and they were yeah. all relatively different, kind of similar. Um, but nothing, I don't know. Well, still nothing grabbed me. I don't even know if it's comparable, to be honest. I don't, cause yeah, I don't know if it's comparable, but I disliked Legends of the Summer because nothing grabbed me. This album, uh, it's not like a lot of these songs jumped out and I was like, I gotta make sure to thumb that one up so that it keeps on my playlist but as i was listening to this album repeatedly and time and time again throughout the different songs i would be like oh that was really cool stuff like uh i mean like 21 savages feature i thought was really well done uh the song fuck 12 i don't know what 12 means but it had me yelling fuck 12 in my car so it's slang for police. Oh, okay. Well, then I hope no one... So, if there's any members of the law enforcement, we're going to edit that out. Don't worry. Yeah, because... Yeah, <laughs> if there's my any dad's members cop. of the law enforcement... Okay. Um, <laughs> Scott's dad, I'm very sorry. Um, don't worry, he's not going to listen to this. He doesn't support me. Uh, I don't know, man. It's... To me, I've listened to a lot of trap. This was just okay. This is literally sure. down the line, sure. standard, and and that that's why nothing got me. He needed those features. Maybe it was slightly above, but it was the features, and he knew he needed them. There's a Madonna feature. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> yeah. that. That was my favorite song. And that, that was great. Champagne Rose. That was mine, too. I was saying that. So he, he knew what he needed to do to make it interesting the whole time. He got features when he needed to. Obviously, when he has features from Offset and the rest of Migos, it sounds natural. Yeah. As oh, yeah. you'd expect. Um, let me pull up my notes so I can find a specific song, kind of hone in on something. Um, yeah, I was going to say he, he lacked any variety in his flows. Uh, the subject matter also, he didn't have any, it wasn't topical. Everything, the subject matter was kind of the same as his voice. In his flow it was all literally the same and he had a choppy flow which was something eminem was parodying in kamikaze if you remember oh yeah and i was like i hate this choppy flow that and he did that which i also kind of dislike so this is all kind of run-of-the-mill trap stuff that's not necessarily the highlights of trap except for maybe the um the production which i really liked i put um lose it with Lil baby was maybe my least favorite Okay. Um, rerun with Travis Scott. I said it was okay. The auto tune. I think they were killing the auto tune <laughs> to death. On that yeah. One. Um, That's kind of starts off. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Lil Yachty was on the first track, the one I really liked with the haunting vocals. But Lil Yachty just dropped by to say like one word. He's like, 
I'm Lil Yachty in the background. He just did something <laughs> like that. They they clearly the songs flow into each other, which is something I talk about a lot. Um, which is a an ode to them doing the EQ and mixing with the album. So every song led into the other one, which is something I really like. Um, so yeah, I, um, let me see here. Yeah, I I didn't think any particular beats stood out to me that I remember now. Yeah, I didn't think, I mean, this was great production, but I didn't think, it, I just felt like this was, um, it was better than, I don't know. This, slime this language? A, Thoughts just, on this versus slime just, language. It was I like, versus slime language. Uh, I like this better than slime language, but the, but the only reason why is because the production on here is higher. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. And but but Slime Language was a free mixtape also. So and it, it was like one of them was just I'm just throwing this away. Not that that's an excuse for Slime Language. Yeah. But it, it was really just the production Quavo needed these beats. Um So so this is kind of what it comes down to for me. This album was nothing extraordinary. Very run of the mill like this is the exact st- sound of 2018 trap music right uh Mm -hmm. it didn't sound dated it 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 sounded like everything belonged everything worked but it was average but compared to other worse trap albums that i've heard i would rather listen to this so while it's average Uh... it it does it does the basic trap formula well enough that it's not noticeably bad so maybe it's just bland but i don't think it's bad oh no no it's not nothing on here is bad it's it does nothing for me though um i i just felt like you could skip any song you could go through the album take almost anything out and it it wouldn't affect the record too much it was uh the last song had uh kid cuddy yeah. Um he was one of the best parts for me. Yeah, I like that um, feature. And it was kind of a darker song, a little bit more interesting. I felt like the lyrics there got a little bit topical. There's a song on here where he's telling a story about talking to a kid or something. Um Yeah, it just it, it eventually it hit a point where there there was like just a few interesting things hmm. here, but um ultimately, yeah, it didn't rival uh, rise above mediocrity for me and and that's why i don't think uh that's why I'd, i'm just like eh, whatever i mean if you want an album with bangers on it um you I can mean, find I would better say, albums listen, uh, yeah i would say listen to his when he's with migos i would say yeah. if you if you want to trap if you want to trap banger album, listen to him with his group this this is album is a fine head start and maybe his next one will be better um but yeah just as an artist he's not my 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 fear is that he'll try to make a longer album. People keep making longer and longer albums. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed. What's with that? And there's a politics behind that, and it's and it's something me and you have wondered about because the Drake album, we were like, oh, this that is was super what like thirty. Yeah, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. It was a double album, and then Nicki Minaj even was mm-hmm. lo- kind of long, and then her last song she divided up to also there was a skit but the skit was literally the same as the song so it was like the last tail end 30 seconds so she didn't need to divide it yeah there was no purpose to doing that 
And basically, I figured out. uh, No, 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 I am pissed, Dan. I'll tell you why. I figured out it's because essentially people are doing this to get more streams. Because now, with if you sign up for Apple Music, Spotify, you get money per stream that's mm. per track. So her chopping that little, oh, this is a skit, but really it's just the ending 30 seconds to my album and it's not a skit. That was just a, another free stream for her, essentially. And that's why we're getting kind of bloated albums now, is people are trying to hit bigger numbers. Um, Here's a question, which is related to that, which I'm just thinking of. Uh, the Childish Gambino album, his most popular one, because the internet, uh, it's called Because the Internet, so it's related to the internet, and it has just a ton of filler songs. The first song is four seconds long, and it's just a tape noise. Do you think that's for the same reason? Like, Uh, I don't know, I'm just like spitballing, but like... Uh, if yeah, it's by probably. streams and we're yeah. gonna see i think we're gonna see more and more of that more and more bloated albums and longer because that's your business that's your money is streams now i gotta get them streams gotta get them numbers get that revenue. Um, that's why we're getting get getting more filler with that being said as this album was kind of long i can legitimately say i didn't think there was filler even though i didn't think any song did anything for me hmm. uh quavo it was consistent i didn't think anything was like if there was filler, it would be like maybe two or three songs that you could cut out, honestly. But hmm. um, like you could take out a random song and I don't know how if it would hurt the album, but they were all pretty much they stood their own enough that they felt like they fit together. Yeah. So it, this was a little bit long, but I mean, uh, it did its job, I it's, guess. I, that's 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 all I'm saying is. I could, I can't. Yeah, you're right. I can't recommend this, um, but I can't trash it either. This is this is such a C average album. But it did have. Um, you did you did find it enjoyable, and that's the thing too. Is um, I never used to really be into trap when it like first was getting traction and stuff. But uh, like I said that one time when I when I was DJing for school and. Uh, I would put on Lil Uzi and Young Thug and everyone would get hype and just the speakers, just the whole bass and the whole everything. Uh, I could really enjoy it. And I was really, uh, I was really getting into it. Um, that's just what it did. It, it, it hits a certain point where it, they're, they're not making highbrow music. You know what I mean? It's like, they're trying to make <laughs> something that you're going to nod your head to. And if they yeah. do that, can I really say much more? They did what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess that's what I look for when I listen to something like this. I'm like, are they going to give me a trap banger? Hmm. Um, I, I would have wanted I would have wanted him to be more playful. If he was more playful with the beats, just more playful, like maybe some beats weren't trap beats. Some of them had crazy samples. I think I would have really, really sunk my teeth into it. But uh, yeah, that's about yeah, it. He, he, he played it really safe in terms of everything and it shows which is why it's safe but not r- remarkable you know yeah exactly um uh, let me see is there anything else i wrote um oh take off is the other guy it's i told you i was gonna remember something like yeah. way later take off offset quavo there we go well you're still supposed to remember the name of that drug are you thinking of codeine 
Uh, I thought it starts with like an A or something. Not Valium, not uh, Vicodin, not Codeine, not Percocet. I have no idea. With an A? Ambien? Ambien. Yeah, Ambien. Ambien. I was going to say, yes, sounds like he's Ah. heavy on Ambien's. I've never been so excited to shout the word Ambien before. (laughs) There's a certain irony to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ambien, the sleep drug. Uh, Yeah, that's the irony. We'll sleep if you're weak. Right, exactly. I don't want to give anyone advice, but to use Ambien, you're supposed to not fall asleep. Uh, That's so, not what this podcast is for. This is unrelated. Yeah, this is not medical Edit advice. This out. Okay. Edit this if out. If you do, don't take our medical <laughs> advice. Consult a doctor. Uh, oh, certainly. I am not a medical professional. Yeah, well, neither of us are. Don't, I'm barely a regular don't professional. Don't start Ambien's and then want to sue us, okay? Just, <laughs> I'm not recommending anything. There's no, no drugs in there. Um, <laughs> don't recommend yeah. Ambien. Don't recommend this album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that's perfect. Um... That's our thoughts, <laughs> then. Yeah, don't recommend it. Um, good job, though, Quavo. I guess for a solo album, it's not a bad start. But uh, Definitely. Yeah, I guess. There um, are way worse solo albums. Uh, this could have been way worse than it was. I mean, yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, as topical and typical as this was, um, it still was more interesting than the album that we listened to. Uh, What's-his-face? Rip off Slim Shady. Gizmo, Gmo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gmo. Uh, yeah, Charlie, yep. Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory, yeah. So, I mean, that was an album that was self-proclaimed original, artistic, and it it ended up being run of the mill in a different way. So you can be run of a mill and be mainstream, or be run of a mill and be, like, underground. Which I think is a good lesson, because it, oh, just because the music you make is indie or edgy, you're different, that doesn't make it not run of the mill. That was an album that was very violent lyrics, very old school production, and it still felt like something we had heard a thousand times. Yeah. And that was also an album that was really varied and had a lot of different stuff that kept you interested, but it still wasn't good. Oh no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It it, it did it it did hmm. its job, but not in an entertaining enough way. This does its job in an entertaining way. This is like the good side of the coin. So if you're going to yeah, do something, I guess the, that's no... the moral of the story. If you're going to do something basic and run in the mill, make it entertaining, okay? Just make it good. <laughs> do it good. If you're going to do something, do it good is a good general piece uh, of advice. Yeah, amen. It's an amen. Amen. Can, hey, Drake, can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> amen. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, um... stop. What are you... <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, i guess we can conclude it here uh oh yeah we now return to the thrilling conclusion of the scott and andre show uh, dun 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 how's it gonna end nobody knows how it's gonna end oh man that that was a good discussion huh hello Hello. Oh, God damn. How long have I been talking to myself? <clears throat> uh, Scott, I've returned. Oh, you're... I thought you died. You're back. 
Yeah, I thought I died too. Um, actually, how it happened was, I actually got to a shore in California. I was drifting on the. I was using my mermaid beanie babies as a flotation device. They saved my life. So that's how I floated Wait, to the beaches, worked? and I got. Yeah, it worked, and I got into a hospital. Um, I actually met Christopher Nolan in the hospital in California. And then I started to have these recovered memories and they were recovered memories of what happened to me out at sea and like how my boat got into a wreck. And it's like I had ran into some aliens and I got abducted, but they, they didn't probe me or anything. They were they were very advanced civilization kind of aliens. And they, they told me the date the world was going to end. OK. All right. Uh, so, but you really met Christopher Nolan, like the direct, like the Christopher Nolan. Yeah, man, it was it was insane. It. You only meet Christopher Nolan once in your life. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've met him never, so I'm waiting for my one. Um, crap, there was something I had to tell you. Oh, uh, the mafia was here. Something about you owe them a large debt, or you're gonna be sleeping with the fishes. What? Uh, so let's uh, let's do something about that. What? Uh, when did they? Uh, when did when did they come to talk to you? Um. They were here about a day ago, and they told me you had 24 hours. So... Hello, Scott. And also, Andre. What a pleasant surprise. Jesus. I've come here for the money you loaned from us, Andre. I hope you're ready to, uh, you say, pay up? Yeah, this is the guy. Oh, uh... I, I, I... I, I actually don't. I actually don't have the money on me right now. Is there? Is, is there anything else I can do? Is there any work? Don't ask him that, because then he's. <clears throat> well, I offered you friendlier deal. I said I'd forget about the debts if, uh, you know, you wanted to get a little bit more intimate, and uh, you know, uh, and uh, then I want you to look Scott in the eye, and uh, I want you. To- so are you going to beat oh, all of that? Uh, don't say yes. Don't uh, say yes. Okay, don't worry. I, I have a solution. I think everyone will be happy. Everything will be fine. I uh, got one of these bad boys. What? Uh, what is that? What is that? It's a custom-made hot nurse beanie baby. Special made for situations just like this one. But it, it just looks like a real human. <laughs> now you know why I paid so much for these. No. Hmm, well, uh, this is a very good offering indeed. The Mafia will accept this gift. Uh, consider your best paid for now. I don't know where that guy's from, honestly. I don't get that accent. Uh, but are you, like, back for good now? Can we do the show, please? Oh, you betcha, man. Uh, I'm back now, and uh, let's get back to business. <laughs>